We made it to 2021. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for supporting us. Looking forward to a new year with new hope, a new journey, and some new guests. So please pass this on to someone who might benefit. Share this podcast, write a review, subscribe. And as always, we're so thankful for our sponsor, Thai Technology. And if you'd like to share your business with others, you know, only 145 million people are listening to podcasts, feel free to contact us and we'll tell you how you can become a part of this show. Enjoy and thanks for being here. We wish you nothing but love, light and hope for this new year. Hello and welcome to the show. First, I want to say thanks. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Thanks for supporting the Facebook Watch show. We did, I don't even know the exact number, quite honestly, how many shows we did in 2020. I know it's way over 100. And the goal of the show um, was really to just provide the healers that I had in my network to you, the listener, the one who's watching. And give you a greater perspective of the different resources that you might have um, for your mental, physical, and spiritual health. So now here we are, 2021. Uh, What's today's date? It's January 11th. Um, This is the Monday after um, the Capitol disgrace that happened. And we have maybe thought that we were going to walk into 2021 and things were going to be a little bit easier. Well, surprise, surprise. I think that we are in for um, just some more change, just some more difficulties, some more change, but some more healing as well. I, I certainly have an optimistic attitude. I always have hope. The glass is always half full with me because I work on myself a lot. So that said, I want to introduce, I want to, that's really good grammar to start with. I want to introduce you to what the 2021, I'm so used to saying 2020 like everyone else, the 2021 Dr. Whisperer show will look like, the Dr. Whisperer show. Um, I was initially, when the pandemic began, in March of 2020, we were doing a show every day, Monday through Friday. And that was a lot, but that was not only, I feel healing for the community and audience that was listening and watching, it was also very, very therapeutic for me. Uh, I went through this pandemic with all of you and I'm still going through it with all of you. And I certainly realized what a gift it is to be able to sit in this chair and talk to you through this Zoom and then publish it with my team at 13th Avenue Media. So I want to give you some highlights of what we're going to be covering. And I also want to just get back a little bit to the business of medicine. Now that doesn't mean I'm not going to be talking about mental health, which is certainly what my passion is as I wrote that book that sits behind me, if you're listening, um, The Broken Road to Mental Health and Life in a Business. And I have now started a podcast called The Broken Road to Mental Health in Life and in Business. And that will air every Wednesday at 8.30 a.m. 
So I'm going to push all of my focus about mental health, majority anyway, because I'm sure it's always going to come up in conversation because it really is very important. It always has been more so now than ever, but we will be talking about that specifically on Wednesdays on another platform. Okay. So I have a list in front of me of some of the topics that I want to address. And then I want to offer you some of my own insight on all of these topics that are very, very important to me. So the first one, of course, if we're talking about the business of medicine, I'm always going to start by talking about marketing. You know, um, what I witnessed in 2020 with a lot of my clients and a lot of uh, clients that I've worked with previously is, you know, a lot of pivoting, right? We all did that word, you know, it's one of the top 10 words of 2020, the pivot. So a lot of people, you know, were, were suffering through hard times, still are, hard times financially, hard times with furloughing employees, hard time with getting the information out there about when they were open and what their new hours were. So um, I want to make sure that I don't cut any corners anymore with how I feel in terms of marketing. So yes, I own a media company, 13th Avenue Media. So of course, um, I, it makes sense for me to talk about marketing and media to you. But really, I have been in the marketing field for over 20 years. It's one of the big pieces of what I've done within the medical industry for so very long. Um, even in New York, when we were, you know, before social media even became a thing, we were very serious about how we were going to market to our communities. And that was um, certainly important for us to think of new ways all of the time, to evolve with the times to evolve with the changes. I mean, we were using electronic health records back in New York way before a lot of people have been using it here. So we could attract a younger community that was more comfortable in the digital world. And now today I've had people say, well, you know, if God, if they don't have electronic health records, I mean, does that even exist? Well, I know it does. Um, I'm not gonna go see that practice because everybody wants access. Okay, it's no longer um, a world where the consumer, the client, the patient isn't in full control. Okay, we have direct to customer type of work today. That's just the world that we're living in. So let's talk a little bit about what I think are the most important staff members to have in your medical facility, in your healthcare system. Um, I think the most, well, one of the most important, we're talking about marketing here, okay? We're not talking about taking care of somebody's life. Yeah, you know, that's very, very important. But when it comes to the business of medicine, you need to have somebody in your organization that is in charge of the marketing. Now, the mistakes that I see, and it is rampant, is that somebody is brought on as say a practice manager or an office manager and along with being in charge of all of the employees, being in charge of handling all of the scheduling, the opening, the closings of the office, the introducing new electronic health records. They are also in addition put in charge of marketing. 
that is a huge mistake. I'm going to be very blunt on this podcast and this show about how um, people do a, a huge disservice to themselves. So it would be very easy for me to say, well, you should just hire 13th Avenue Media. Well, that's actually not the truth. If you have the means to be able to bring somebody on that can be a producer of a podcast show, um, a storyteller, handle all of the social media, and also do virtual events. Because I do believe we're going to maintain this virtual world that we're living in now for a good majority of this year. I think everybody can say that they feel very comfortable working from their homes. Um, we, We had no choice. And when you have no choice, people get real comfortable. People have gotten real comfortable not leaving their homes to go in to see the doctor. So telemedicine, telehealth, teletherapy, um, tele-everything, televoids. You know, I think it's really, really important that we um, understand that what has happened in 2021 has pushed us all into a new way of doing business, which I, of course, love, but I know not everybody is super comfortable with, but it's time to get comfortable. It's time for everybody to understand that if you do not have a social media presence within your organization, your medical practice, your law firm, all of it, you belong on social media. If you're not on social media, nobody can find you anymore. It's just not the same. I'm not going to listen to it anymore. I hate social media. I didn't grow up with it. I don't understand it. That's just for young people. That is all bullshit. I did not grow up with social media. I had to learn it myself. So as a business owner, you have to take the time to have a better understanding of what's going on in 2021 in terms of marketing and branding and social media, whatever you want to call it. But I can promise you, there are huge differences in all of those micro terms. So there's branding, there's marketing, there's social media, there's websites. It's all different. There's SEO, right? There's Facebook ads, there's ad campaigns. It's all different. So my experience going into any medical organization, it doesn't matter which one it is, is a lot of people have their IT guy doing or girl doing their social media. That's a lot. I have the IT guy is also designing the website, right? I can promise you, you are doing yourself a huge disservice having that happen. And now listen, my wonderful IT people out there, I understand it makes you a little bit more money, but IT and social media and websites are different. Branding is different. It's all very vastly different. So for example, I own a media company. And because it's 13th Avenue Media, for whatever reason, a lot of people seem to think that we do websites. We do not do websites. And if you looked on my social media website today at 13thAvenueMedia.com, at the top of it, it says SUP, S-U-P, with a question mark, and it's purposeful, okay? We want you to go, oh my God, what a terrible website. Yes, because we're, we don't do websites. We are a social media company that does modern day media. Modern day media is podcasting, social media, shows like this. This is a perfect example of what you should be doing for your business. So 
Um, I want to define that more throughout this year of doing this show every Monday. Every Monday at 5.30, it will stay the same, but it will only be on Mondays. Maybe there'll be a bonus episode thrown in there every once in a while, but I'm getting back to the business of medicine. And I think that you should be getting back to the business of medicine too. Slowly integrate yourself back. I feel like today, not even the first week back, right? Everybody came back to work January 4th. And I still feel everybody was in like a little bit of a catching up, right? At the holidays, uh, I did an event last week at one of my clients' offices. And you could just feel that everybody's still kind of coming out of that holiday pandemic 2020 just, and now being able to take more of a breath that everybody's coming back to work. Everybody's coming back to how are we going to make 2021 in our business the most successful one it's ever been. So of course I have a huge love for marketing, social media, and um, I really do. I, I have one topic alone just on podcasting, which I'm going to get to because I think it's that important for you to hear today. Um, but I, I have a huge, um, I don't care if anybody hires 13th Avenue Media, although of course you should, because we understand not just medical, but many other businesses and work with a lot of um, diverse clients, um, which will segue into my next topic. But I do think that if you are not involved and if you are allowing your person who works the front desk to do your social media, you're kidding yourself. It's never going to grow, especially because it's organic. My 13th Avenue Media Company is an organic company. So that means that we're almost giving the bare minimum. We think all of our clients should be doing so much more, but you have to at least be doing the bare minimum. And then when you grow and you have the money to be able to afford doing Facebook ads, Instagram ads, TikTok ads, LinkedIn ads, that is where we believe you should be investing your money. So we also offer consulting. If you're not ready to hire a media company, a modern media company, whether that be mine or somebody else's, you have to have somebody on the inside that actually understands what that company is doing. So that is huge, in my opinion. You know, a lot of people bring on social media companies and they think that a miracle is just going to happen and they're just going to grow. Well, are you tracking your return on investment? Are you looking to see where your referrals are coming? Every Friday, like I always did when I ran my medical practices and I found out a new patient came in, I knew exactly where they came from because I had the front office tracking it. We had a team, you see. We had a group thing going on and it all made sense. So if I was going to invest money and time into doing any kind of marketing, I wanted to make sure there was a return on investment. And that return on investment comes with consistency. It's not magic. It doesn't happen overnight. And it also requires insiders understanding how do you take what even a media company is doing and leveling it up. Okay, moving on, because there's a lot on my list. So um, the second is diversity and inclusion. <sighs> Taking a breath here, because we have obviously had a tremendous amount, uh, we still have a tremendous amount of um, racial injustice and certainly at the corporate level, there has been a lot of upheaval and a lot of changes made or being made. But for sure, there needs to be an opportunity for your organization to have diversity and inclusion training. If your 
company looks like vanilla, you need to add some chocolate. And I mean that in the most modern way of saying you need some diversity in your organization. We, you know, uh, corporations um, really have such an advantage today of moving the needle and how we need to look as a country in 2021, right? Um, when you as a leader are able to affect hundreds and thousands of people within your organization, that only bodes well for the rest of the world. Who and what doctor would be calling me on a Monday morning at 9.30? So I really want you to take this to heart. There are many, 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 many wonderful trainers out there that can come into your organization. And if you really wanna show your team, your staff, your employees, your vendors, your um, network, your community, that you truly believe that this is the time to make a change, hire that, that DNI trainer. So we're gonna talk a lot about that within the podcast show this year. Um, we, we definitely talked about it in 2020, but I think that we need more conversations, more real talk so we can impact our community. All right. Now, of course, you know, I'm going to talk about mental health today and mental health in the professional world. Um, so I was able this past year in 2020 to speak, uh, one in person before the pandemic hit right at the cusp. I was um, had the great opportunity of speaking to a big corporation about mental health in the workplace. And then I was able to do it um, virtually with another company. And I plan on doing that more in 2021. But having real conversations and offering a safe space for your employees to discuss mental health, whether that be depression, anxiety, addiction, OCD, and a multitude of other things that keep people from even coming to work. So one of the things um, I will express to you today that I have found the most alarming is the lack of communication that starts at the top and goes all the way down, I don't even like to say the bottom, that goes through the organization. For sure, you need to be communicating today about what happened on Friday at the Capitol with your team with your organization. You know, this is, um, co all companies are made up of humans. No matter what happens with Amazon and, and the robots take over, we will always have humans within our organizations. And if the leaders are not willing to take that opportunity to have hard conversations, nobody's ever going to feel comfortable talking to you about their own mental health. So, there are mental health benefits that are offered in a lot of organizations and a lot of organizations don't know that they exist. There's also um, chapter, there's a chapter in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous that's called Two Employers, which is a guideline, a set of instructions of what employers can do if somebody has a problem with addiction or alcoholism um, or both. So Really uh, a great opportunity for everybody this year, especially because of all of the trauma, and it has been trauma that we've all gone through as a collective, to speak to your staff, to speak to your team, to tell people that you, you care about them, 
you know, that you are willing to maybe give them this safe space to fall apart if they have to, to discuss how they're feeling, and then to offer solutions of how to get them help. Last year in 2020, we discussed um, all of the great free benefits and resources that are out there um, under the NAMI organization, N-A-M-I. And then there's also the, here in Tampa Bay, we have the Tampa Bay Crisis Center. We have Celebrate Recovery. We have 12-step anonymous meetings all over the world that are available on Zoom today. You just do a little Google search. We have Talkspace. We have, you know, you can text the therapist today if you want to. Um, I go to therapy. I, I started back in 2020 because not only did I feel it was a great preventative measure in case, say, I don't know, the Capitol gets stormed. Um, it is a preventative measure for me to handle all of the stress that comes along with running businesses and still being able to maintain and also being that example, you know, be that example to everybody else that it's okay to talk to somebody if you need help. So, you know, if we want to normalize mental health, we need to be willing to say things like mental health, anxiety, depression, suicide, suicidal. We can't, we can't be thrown around mental wellness because if somebody is ill and they are um, sick in their minds, they're not going to be seeking out mental wellness. They're going to be seeking out mental health and mental illness. So I'm going to have more direct conversations about that throughout the year. Looking forward to that, of course. Um, I want to talk about uh, wellness and well buildings. Uh, I, for sure, am a huge believer of what we have here in the Tampa Bay community. I had the great opportunity uh, on New Year's Day to spend the night at the JW Marriott in Tampa, which is in the wellness. Hey, quick interruption on this amazing podcast, but we have to tell you about our awesome sponsor, Thai Technology. They are so cool and they're here in Tampa Bay, if you're a Tampa Bay listener. Thai Technology is the best voice over IP business phone service company out there. How do I know this? I used to work in telecom before I worked with doctors. That's right. So I know me a good phone system when I see it. Plus, they are integrated with Zoom. They are the only ones that are integrated with Zoom. And if you mention this podcast or you mention the Facebook show, they're going to hook you up with three months for free. Follow them on Facebook and on Instagram, Thai Technology Rocks. This district, so if you don't know, the Tampa Bay, um, they're building out in the Channel Side area on Water Street. They are building the first well-certified community. And it's very exciting. Um, I don't think a lot of people, unfortunately, in the healthcare sector understand the magnitude of what's happening. Yes, it's pretty. Yes, I enjoyed the JW Marriott, but I'm more excited that they have an entire floor with stay well rooms that include the appropriate lighting, circadian lighting. Um, they have vitamin infused shower heads. Um, they have the best air quality out there. And they have beautiful um, 
oh goodness, I always forget the name of the, like the beautiful smelly steam that comes out of the beautiful, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, you should look it up. You should look up Stay Well. You should look up um, Delos. You should look up Tampa Bay Wellness District. You should get informed, especially if you're in this industry here in Tampa Bay. I am in a well-certified building in Clearwater. It's called The Ring. I'm not there right now, but I'm heading there this afternoon. Um, while you'll be watching or listening to this today, I'll be in that building. But it's in downtown Clearwater. I've been there since it opened because I know that to be in a well building, especially right now in a pandemic, I know that they have the best air quality, the best AC um, filtration systems, the best water, the best, um, there's no gathering space. Of course, the social distance um, uh, implementation is sustainable there as well. They don't have a microwave because of EMF waves. Um, there's so much to what goes into a well building. And I think that, my goodness, if you are not informed, dare I say, it's time to get informed, especially if you're in this industry and more so in the Tampa Bay arena. You know, these buildings are built, of course, to keep us healthy and physically well, but it is 100% changed um, my spirituality and my um, my own mental wellness because I am surrounded by natural light and I have this circadian lighting and um, I have a standing desk and um, you know they're thinking about sustainability within this building so for me to go there in a pandemic and feel like at least I can go to my office with my mask on and feel safe um, knowing that they're taking all the precautions necessary to keep us safe and keep us socially distanced is very comforting. So please get informed about that. Oh, Lord, hiring and training. Okay, so when I used to go into organizations physically, in person, the first thing I would do was I wanted to identify who was doing the hiring. It's still what I want to do when I start working with somebody. Who is hiring? And the reason I want to know who is hiring is because this person is dictating the introduction into your company, into your practice. And this person, one would hope, would be not only have experience in the HR world, Human Resources does uh, tend to have a bad branding behind it, and we're looking towards making some changes in that in, in the corporate world with the uh, help of people like Brene Brown and, and so many others that really uh, are speaking out about how dysfunctional it can be within corporations today, within and private offices, okay? I'm not just talking about huge corporations, but the hiring is always the issue. So- of course, I've done recruiting over the years. I've been hiring for over 20, and that includes firing. And my goodness, has everything changed and evolved for me through the years? You know, here was a girl who was, you know, uh, coming from New York with, uh, you have to wear a red power suit, you know, to make people think that you're a certain way. And, and today, my only goal when I'm hiring somebody is like to really find out who this person is. And to really understand what is going to make them happy. Because if they're happy within the organization that I'm hiring for, they're going to stay. And if they're not aligned 
with the culture that is dictated by the leaders of that organization, it's not going to be a good fit. So it's really important that, and the mistake, I will just, you know, call it out. The mistakes that I see in the medical industry is the office manager that has become an office manager because he or she worked at the front desk at one time or is in fact married to the physician that owns the practice is now all of a sudden qualified and capable of hiring. Well, that's nonsense. Um, Hiring is a skill and you have to have um, a certain amount. Well, first of all, you have to understand like what you can and you can't ask. Like that's really important. Um, There's a, a real lack of background checks done and then people act surprised when, you know, they've stolen money from you or many other things that I've witnessed through the years. You know, reference checks. Mm. Okay. I want to speak to your employer previously. Please don't give me the other nurse that you worked with or your nurse supervisor. I want to actually speak to the person that employed you, wrote your check, and maybe did an evaluation or two on you through the years. So hiring and training, how are we setting people up to succeed um, is, is questionable. I think that if you put more focus on your actual team uh, versus anything else, you will have a successful practice, company, organization, whatever you want to call it, because it really is all about the people. You know, um, just Friday, Friday, I got an email from um, somebody that was going to refer somebody into one of my client's offices and then referred out some business and got feedback from um, somebody that said, I called those people last year and the front office receptionist was so rude. I vowed never to send anybody back there ever. And, and that's, that's very common. Um, it, I cannot even express it enough that there's so little uh, training involved and, and hiring uh, intelligence going on when you're bringing on especially people that work the front desk. You know, it's one of the lowest paid positions in a practice, but they're like the most important people because they are the introduction to your business. So if you don't have great, friendly, smiley, happy humans that know how to make somebody on the phone, on the other line, on the computer, on the Zoom, in the social media, whatever it is, in person, when they're filling out all of those ridiculous forms that they filled out last year, and I don't know why you keep making them fill out the same forms. It's so redundant, and it makes you all look like morons. I know, it's a new year for the insurance. Oh, please, please, don't get me started. <laughs> so... Um, You really need to make a greater effort with your hospitality staff. So I have done an online course regarding um, hospitality and healthcare. I have taught hospitality and healthcare in person. I have taught it online. Um, It is the most, I keep saying it's the most important thing. Listen, all of these things are important, but like hospitality and healthcare is at bottom of the barrel bottom of the barrel. It's so bad. I dread ever calling a medical office because I know that that person answering the phone is either going to sound miserable or sound like I'm interrupting her day 
his day, their lunch. Maybe they're chewing a little too loud with their gum and smacking their lips. Whatever it might be, it's not good. Now, this is majority. I'm not talking about the practices that I work with, mind you, because I talk about this until my doctors are just like, enough, I get it. I talk about it so much. It's really, really important. Okay, I'm moving on to the next item on the agenda. Um, podcasting. Okay, let's talk about this for a minute. There are about 145 million people, according to one of the latest um, studies, about 145 million people listening to podcasts. So what do you think, what do you think that's about? You know, why don't you like sit on that number for a minute in your mind? If there's 145 million people that are listening to podcasts, let's talk about the opportunity that comes of hosting a podcast. Because I'm not doing this for my health, everybody, okay? It is giving tremendous value and I'm doing this for free because it's giving value and that's what people want. They want value. Please stop selling to your customers. So the reason I think podcasting is so important today is because you get to be like the host of the party, you know, like when you have a party, when there's no pandemic happening and people come over and you're the host, everybody wants to know who the host is. Okay. So this has been the greatest way for me to network in a pandemic. I have had the opportunity to interview so many leaders in healthcare, in mental health, in business. So that means that my, not only does that mean there's exposure for my business, there's exposure to all of these people I would have never been able to meet unless I was hosting this party. So podcasts are great because people have specific interests, right? So I'm going to tell you about the podcast I listen to and why. I listen to um, a podcast called Last Day because I have a great interest in the opioid pandemic and the suicide rates going up every day, every year, every century. So I love Last Day. It's fantastic. I also love the Hilarious World of Depression podcast. I've listened to 90% of them. And then because of that, I have bought the books that are recommended on the podcast. I bought the podcast host book that because they're talking, they're speaking my language. So if you have an interest, say, in true crime, there's true crime podcast. If you have an interest in just gastroenterology, I mean, I don't know if there's a podcast about gastroenterology or ophthalmology, but there should be. There should be if there isn't. So podcasting is just a great opportunity. I've already listened to Brene Brown's podcast this morning and a little bit of Gary Vaynerchuk's. Um, and I will listen to the rest of it when I get in my car later. So while I'm getting ready, while I'm exercising, while I'm driving in my car, I'm listening to podcasts or audible books. This is the way the world is going. My book that sits behind me and if you're listening, it's The Broken Road to Mental Health and Life in a Business. I'm going to keep dropping it. I don't care. It is how people, I'm not getting rich off of this book, especially on Audible. I think it's like $4. $4. Okay. Anyway, I digress. There are 
great opportunities in podcasting. So think about this. If you are uncomfortable doing video, you can just do a podcast and people can listen to you. You don't have to integrate like I have the video along with the audible version. You could just do the audible version. You have great opportunities to discuss whatever it is that you're passionate about. And if you think that people aren't interested in what you're passionate about, realize that most humans are a lot more alike than we think. Okay. So podcasting, please look into it. Sponsoring podcasts. You know, I have a great sponsor. I, I mention him all the time. It's Thai Technology. And they're I'm hearing what I'm saying. It's not just my podcast that they're sponsoring. They're sponsoring other podcasts because it gives an opportunity to reach an audience that you don't have. So who listens to my podcast on the Dr. Whisperer? Well, there's doctors, there's patients, there's people that have interest in wellness and mental health in the business of medicine. It's a wide variety of people. So if you're thinking about how you're going to utilize your marketing budget this year, wink, wink, that means you should have one. You should have a marketing budget. <gasps> what? So one of my favorite questions, sidebar to ask clients when I come in is what is your marketing budget? And then I watch them like squirm. Because <sighs> I, and I know they don't know. Obviously, I know you don't know what your marketing budget is because you don't have one, but you need one. Because if you're not growing, you're dying. So you need one. It's actually the most important. It's not the least important. It's not the thing that you should get rid of. It's the thing that you should increase. Because when you're making money, you can then spend money. Not the other way around. Don't put all your money into a billboard. That's another wink, wink. That's a, that's, I'm making fun of you now at this point. Okay, if you're putting money into a billboard, please don't ever call me. I don't, I'm not saying somebody might see that billboard. Maybe they will. I've noticed a billboard or two when I'm not texting or my phone died. Not while I'm driving, by the way. Okay, let's move on. So let's talk about, because wow, I've really gone on for too long, as, as usual. Um, virtual meetings. Have you decided to do a virtual meet the neighbors like I did last Thursday? Probably not. Now, uh, I'm able now to bring people together without having them leave their home. Guess how many more people want to attend those things? Hmm. I'm going to go with uh, a lot. All right. Um, online products. Look, dropping my pen. You don't have online products? Even I have online products. Yeah. Want to see one? All right. Like anti-aging. You know what this is? This is a custom formula designed for anti-aging and it features a dynamic blend of antioxidants, botanicals, and minerals. I have not missed a day of drinking all of these vitamins since the pandemic started. Guess what? Still here. Okay. And I got COVID and I only was congested. I'm not saying it's because of that directly. I'm saying there were many more things that added to me being healthy that I won't get into right now, but online products. Hello, Shopify. Hello, Amazon. Hello, online nutraceuticals. What are you doing? What are you waiting for? Let me help you. Leadership is another topic I have here. You, you, you got to be better. We, we all have to do better being leaders. We all have to do better. We all have to discuss what is going on in the world because um, there is a lot of violence and silence. We've heard this before, and it is true. So uh, speak up, everybody. 
let's use our words, like I used to tell Cooper when he was a little boy. Um, authenticity, you know, like see the, the, even the shirt that I'm wearing, this um, I'm wearing, if you can't, you know, if you're listening, I'm wearing this um, long john shirt that I've had since I lived in New York and I haven't lived in New York for 16 years now. So then I'm going to show you that I'm going to be even more authentic. And I posted a picture last night of me looking like a conehead, you know, like let's be who we are all the time. We don't have anything to prove anymore, people. We've just lived through a pandemic. We're still living through a pandemic. Enough, be you. So the best time to move ahead is during the worst times. You know, I, I'll tell you the truth. I've had some shitty ass days just like everybody else has in the pandemic. I have meditated on my floor after exercising and just cried with my dog. Many days, but I never stopped moving. And the only reason that I've been able to get through is because of people like you and the people that I've interviewed and the people that have lifted me up, not brought me down, no toxicity around you anymore. No, be gone, poof, be gone, energy suckers. <laughs> I'm done with you. Okay, insurance benefits. Like I definitely wanna talk about health insurance. It's been a big thing. A lot of people are afraid to leave their jobs because they're only afraid to give up their insurance. I get it. Have you heard of direct primary care, everybody? We're gonna talk about these things. How to pick the right doctor. Oh, I just, I'm going to do a whole episode about, you know, I get a lot of text messages, a lot of calls. Who should I go see? What's the best doctor? Who's the best psychiatrist? I get a lot of mental health calls lately. What therapist should I see? I'm going to give you a lot of tips this year about what I think you should do. Because what I realize is, you know, I've always said, well, I haven't always said it. I've only said it actually the last four years, three or four years. I much prefer to help the masses. Saying the same thing over and over and over again to my doctors, um, to the surgeons that I work with, to, to the psychiatrists, to all of them, you know, it's a, I know everybody's going through the same thing. I know more people need to hear um, tips and I can very easily tell people how to do things on my podcast, which I will. And I will continue um, offering an opportunity to work with clients individually, but like, you know, only the people that are ready to hear it because I, I, I can be, I can be a bit tough at times because I want to help you because I'm very, very honest and I'm very, very direct. And I know because this is what works for me. It works for many, you know, honesty is actually the best policy. I'm pretty sure my mom told me that when I was a kid and um, it still holds true. I can't help you in business and you can't help me unless you're telling me the truth. Sometimes it's not hard, I mean, easy to hear, but it's necessary. You know, we don't, we've seen the world come to a standstill. We have seen horrific things happen in 2020 and they have continued on until 2021. So the leaders out there that have something to say, that want to help move the needle, please feel free to reach out to me. I'd prefer it if you emailed me. My goodness, if one more person sends me a Facebook message, like I don't check Facebook messages all the time just because I own a media company, but I really am interested in having real conversations, real authentic, strong chats about uh, what we have going on in the world today and how we can help others. How can I help you grow? How can I give you value? Please send me feedback. 
please tell me what you want to hear more about. I would love that. I would love it. I've asked for it before. I don't always get it. And then I get like, you know, individual text messages. Well, I can cover what you're texting me in an episode. So please, I'm so grateful for this opportunity. I'm so grateful for this platform. And my team is texting me that they're ready for me. So with that, I would like to say thank you. Thank you. And let's take a breath together. We're going to make it. We're going to be okay. But check on your strong friends. Check on them. Make sure they're doing okay. Thanks, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a review or share it with somebody you know and care about that would benefit from listening. But more importantly, if you are thinking about advertising your business in the year 2021, sponsoring a podcast is major. 44% of people pay more attention to advertising on podcasts than any other media. And 37% agree that advertising on a podcast is actually the best way to reach them. 70% have considered a new product or service after hearing an ad on a podcast. And I'm one of those people. And this is all according to Edison Research. Don't believe me, believe the research. So if you're interested in sponsoring, give us a shout.